0: Friday you're listening to TGIF the horror movie podcast that brings you all the casual conversations about your favorite or not so favorite horror movies with your host me Kat this week I am joined by host of the Shock and horror podcast Lindsay welcome hey how's it going fantastic I'm really good I'm really warm though I was just complaining about how it's cold, and then I put my heater on, and now I'm melting.
1: (laughs) No, it's always the way. I mean, this is Australia. I mean, one minute you're going to be freezing, and then you rectify that, and you're like, wait, no, too hot, too hot. Um, Too hot, stop that. Trying to find the right temperature in Australia is like trying to find the Holy Grail. Never works. (laughs) I was
0: going to say, what do you mean, the right temperature? That's a thing here?
1: Yeah. yeah. No, you're either too cold, too hot, too sweaty. Too rainy. It's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just too much of everything.
0: <laughs> but I love Australian summer, though. I'm not going to lie. I do love Australian summer. And I have been in the US, in California for their summer. Mm. Oh,
1: what's, what's that like? I've never actually been in the US for summer. Um,
0: it's really dry. Mm. Like the heat, the sun is something else. Yeah. Like here, I because I live near the coast, I get the coastal breeze. I get
1: the southerly at mm. night.
0: But I guess the US does I don't know. They had no southerlies
1: oh that's the thing because yeah we get, we get the southerly we yeah which is painful which I do love a Melbourne winter just because it's really frosty um but then you get that arctic wind and you're like oh my god I felt it yeah. in my bones and um oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah um and in though we do get very dry and very sticky at sometimes in Melbourne and we don't always get those because I don't know why but sometimes where I am the coastal I don't always get those coastal winds but there's nothing better yeah. than a, go- a a coastal wind in summer it's the most beautiful oh. thing in the world
0: it is. And for anyone listening who's jealous, be jealous. Because yes. Australian summers are probably the best.
1: <laughs> yes, they are.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I like an Australian summer.
1: It's just it's got the flavor of fun to it. It's just like everyone's hot, everyone's drinking far too much, everyone's out and about, <laughs> usually, except for the last couple of years. Um, though we found a way to do it last year. Um maybe it wasn't the best thing, but um, <laughs> Yeah, it's you just want to be outside in an Australian summer, except on those yeah. really heinous forty degree days when I'm just like, I need to go and hide in, in inside somewhere.
0: <laughs> oh see, so the forty degree days are some of my favorite.
1: Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. My grandma says
0: it's because I was born in the year of the snake and I'm also a Sagittarius. So it makes sense.
1: Yeah. You, a you fire like to just about yeah.
0: a fire animal. Mm. I'm cold blooded.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need the you need the warmth. <laughs>
0: I do. I, yeah, I thrive in summer. I love it. I'm just thinking about how much I'm going to love this summer when we're finally all fully vaxxed and out doing things.
1: Yes. Um. Yes. Australia's <sighs> going to have a hot vax summer. And it's going to be amazing. I'm really yes. looking forward to
0: it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about your podcast because, um, yeah, I'm only new to knowing about your podcast.
1: Um, yeah, I started it during the pandemic because I realized I was alone in my house and I wanted someone to talk to. And um then I thought, oh, I can talk about movies without anyone stopping me. Um so yeah, I, I started <laughs> um Shock and Awe and then I just started talking about movies. And it's a double feature podcast where I like to kind of try and compare um uh, other um movies that may not usually pair together on first kind of blush. Uh, you but say things like films from different generations different genres or kind of different kind of um with a one similar kind of theme running through it um and that's kind of stuff i really that's how my brain kind of works i think like i that's kind of how i see things just like different things but they're the same really i swear um so <laughs> yeah it oh, just- I
0: mean, that makes sense to me <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's just a chance for me to, to be able to talk about movies without anyone giving me a weird look of like why are you talking about Horror, or this really weird cult movie, or what does that drama have to do with anything? <laughs> I'm like, it's my podcast, or so it has everything to do with everything. Um, I can go off topic anytime I want. Um, so yeah, that is my podcast. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's usually double feature, and we just talk about it each feature, and then usually the themes kind of bubble up from there.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I find that a lot of, um, Films, especially cult films, have a really not easy to discern kind of connection. Mm. But once you really dive into them, you're like, "Whoa, this is really this is something." Look at look look at how this director, you know, explores these themes in this genre, and look at how this director does it in their genre, and how they overlap together. It's really cool.
1: Yeah, it really is because every filmmaker or every kind of thing is different, and will try and treat things a different way. Even when they're ripping off a thing, it will still be. <laughs> very different and very bizarre and you're sort of watching the screen going what am I what what is going on um which is always my favorite thing when I'm watching a movie just to kind of quizzically look at this thing and go why movie what are you doing
0: (laughs) how how did you get this yeah how
1: did you get to here I don't quite understand but I'm enjoying the ride
0: Yeah, which is how I felt about uh, Slither, the film that you <laughs> yes. chose for this discussion. Uh, directed by James Gunn, this yes. is his directorial debut, which I thought was fantastic. I'm a huge James Gunn fan. Yeah, and so watching this, I was just like, I kind of see why he is the way he is, and like how his filmmaking developed. And uh, this film is just fantastic for his first um you know directorial role
1: yeah it is he kind of picked a studio where they would let him just do whatever he wanted and he was kind of lucky enough to surround people well surround himself with his friends by the sounds, sounds of it um and it's kind of this really cool little film where he literally made it when no one was looking and was kind of you can tell he loves horror so he loves the practical effects of it all people are named after characters from the thing um and you kind of have this very kind of cool movie where it is sort of part 1980s horror, 1950s drive-in horror, um, and completely gooey and disgusting where there are some (laughs) of the effects. I'm just like, that is the grossest thing I have ever seen. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, Even watching it today, I was like, I forgot about how the worms the the, the how the worms are birthed. Um, I completely forgot about poor Brenda um, and what happened to her. Uh, Brenda, and, and that that is a sight. I can't believe I'd forgotten that. But I was yeah. like, going, oh shit, I forgot about Brenda. That that is gross. Um, everything about this movie is gross. But then you have, have actors that you really like, like Michael Rooker being amazing, Nathan Fillion, Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. These are all people that you generally want to like. So it's kind of got this yeah. very weird like, ability to it with all the disgustingness that's happening
0: (laughs) I um as I said to you before we started this is the first time I've seen this film yeah and I think that I didn't watch it because I didn't realize it was a black comedy (laughs) and so I was like oh this is just gonna be some weird aliens crawling up people's organs and I'm not gonna enjoy it Mm. And then when I watched it, I was like, "What have I been doing? This is
1: ins- this movie is insane." To be fair, it is a lot of um, worm creatures crawling up people's organs, um, a lot. But yes, but there is a like, ability. Like, yeah, there's yes. more to it. <laughs>
0: it's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. It's funny rather than oh, who wrote this? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> whose idea was this?
1: And yeah, it is James Gunn's idea, and this is a man who is very well known for making. I'm going to make shock i'm gonna do shock humor and also he wrote tromeo and juliet so there's a lloyd kaufman cameo in there um of lloyd kaufman sitting there being very awkward in the movie <laughs> um so this is kind of and i'm not the biggest trauma fan because i think sometimes they go too far in the in the gross yeah, up. I'm
0: with you on that. um yeah.
1: there are some moments where i kind of appreciate it and then i'm just like oh you did not need to put that why would did you yeah. have a camera to film that um but yeah there's a kind of a nice mix in in slither of the kind of the gross out the horror the horror history um these kind of likeable characters and kind of watching them trying to get through the situation that none of them understand
0: yeah where everyone's just like oh, I'm here but why the hell am I here <laughs> exactly like, why how come this is and my job and you that with it <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, this is above my pay grade <laughs> yes uh, ouch <laughs> but I do I really enjoyed this film like this is something I'd actually show my nieces
1: yeah it's, I
0: think they'd really enjoy this
1: because yeah the humor kind of takes the sting out of it so it's not so like the thing which is an amazing classic movie but it's not like this kind of thing where you would traumatize a, a young person by showing it to them because you
0: know yeah. the,
1: the blood test scene and the and the um the thing eating the hands and the head that the thing's coming out of the head um but this yeah, one there's, that's there's a, yeah them. that's too much but this one there's always that this takes off the sting with Nathan Fillion being charming or Michael Rooker making a weird face, all this kind of yeah. really bizarre kind of almost love story between this creature and Elizabeth Banks. Um, there's, there's, yeah, there's, there's a few things to take the sting off that a kid could actually watch this and go, oh no, I like this. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Great.
0: I enjoy that. Yeah, it is. And um, yeah, I've been trying to find more films that I can show my nieces because they're both. Um, well, the youngest has recently been diagnosed with ASD, and mm. the, the eldest is currently possibly entering assessment. Mm. But they're they're both pretty um like logical kids. Yeah. Like so, they're like, "Oh, this is just a movie, and this is funny." Like the eldest was terrified of Coraline, while the youngest was like, "Oh, it was all right." <laughs> it's not. And that's... I was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> So it's like trying to find a film that kind of meets halfway that'd be funny for both of them. And after watching this I was like, Oh yeah, I'd show them this. They'd find this funny.
1: Yes, I mean it is. Maybe. It's, it's maybe. <laughs> There's a few parts in it when I was even going, Oh god, that's that's what happens in this movie. Um and it's mainly <laughs> mainly the effect work. So if they can kind of look at this and go, yeah. that's an effect, um, yes. then they'll be okay. So yeah, they're big Goosebumps
0: was- fans, like oh, the original perfect. TV series yeah, Goosebumps. Yeah. So yeah. I showed them it on Netflix, and um, I left their house, and the eldest called me, and she's like, "Well, that was boring." Oh no! And I was like, "What those movies? That that TV show scared the living shit out of me as a kid." She's like, "Oh, the effects were okay, I guess." Yeah, and I was like, "She's going to be like the harshest movie critic when she gets older." is <laughs> <Yes. laughs> So a little about the film before we dive in. Mm -hmm. Slither is a 2006 American science fiction black comedy horror film written and directed by James Gunn in his directorial role. Produced by Paul Brooks and Eric Newman, the film stars Nathan Fillion, Elizabeth Banks, Tanya Solnier, Greg Henry and Michael Rooker. The film is set in a small town in South Carolina that becomes invaded by a malevolent alien parasite. Mm. I love that it's set in like this small town everyone's got a southern accent although i don't think like south carolina people have those accents no anymore.
1: um elizabeth banks <laughs> goes a little bit overboard with it i think um yeah. which for me I was it's like just, it's, Tennessee right now. Yeah, I, I keep thinking this is going to be tennessee because you could have it in tennessee because this is a small town that you know people stand outside of the gun store to look at the guns and there's confederate flags <laughs> and there's like gross poverty and i'm well, not gross poverty there's Oh, that's the wrong word um they they got a lot of poverty in this sort of town you can tell it's gone through um, bad times there's a very distinct class kind of element of who's wealthy and who's not and so you got all this kind of thing so yeah and then everyone's kind of got this half and half yeah we're, we're technically from the south and then you just get elizabeth banks going y'all <laughs> it's just like, <laughs>
0: yeah and you're just like it's really jarring isn't it because you're it's just it's like pretty jarring no one else talks like that <laughs>
1: no no one else in the movie talks with that kind of thick accent but she's almost like she's down New Orleans way um exactly yeah, yeah. that's
0: why I was like I, and, and don't get me wrong I love Elizabeth Banks yeah so I I forgive her for it it's it's just one of the minor tidbits for me where I was like that's a little bit odd
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it is I mean I've grown to love it just because I think it's such a weird it gives the performers a weirdness that I don't think yeah. it was intended but um, I think, and it, it makes it a little bit more endearing for some reason. With this bizarre accent, this, this tiny blonde woman with this massive accent just is a weird thing to watch. Um, but no, it is very her performance is a little bit. It's good, but what is this accent? <laughs> I don't quite understand. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Says us to Australians with yes. probably yes. you know the hardest to listen to accent. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> very much so.
0: My sister literally told me she doesn't listen to my True Blood podcast because she can't handle the Australian accent.
1: And I was like, it's
0: literally my voice. You talk to me every day. She's like, oh, there's just something about it, you know, in podcast form. And I was like, fuck.
1: That's how you know your sister loves you when she's saying you sound weird on your podcast.
0: I don't like the sound of your voice, voice. on the podcast. Sorry. Sorry. She's, look, she's brutally honest. I'm, yeah. I, I I accept that about yeah. her. <laughs> um so at the start of the film we see two police officers sitting in their patrol car the camera pans up towards the sky and we see a meteorite hurtling towards earth and i kind of like this because it gave me a real i'm trying to think of the movie um like men in black meets um what's that film night of the creeps or there's no it's another alien meteorite comes to earth Mm -hmm. film um It'll come to yeah. me like at 3 a.m. tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah. Because um, I can
1: picture the the cover of Evolution. Oh, I have not seen that in years. Yes. I yes, love that movie. I forgot. I for, yes, I haven't seen I need to rewatch that because I have not seen it's that in so absolutely good. forever. Yeah.
0: Yes. So it kind of like when I saw that, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I, that's so familiar. And I, I love that about it, that it had this familiarity where I was like, okay, I'm really going to enjoy this. Yeah. Because Men in Black were some of my favorite films growing up as a kid. Like I loved um, I loved Frank and <laughs> I loved the coffee aliens. Yes.
1: <laughs> they related to those coffee aliens so hard. <laughs> but as an
0: adult now, yes I do. I get it. I get it. I totally understand. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I drank I started drinking coffee at a very young age. I was addicted to Coca-Cola, not Coke. I was gonna say Coke. Okay, I mean, that doesn't sound right. Um
0: Make a Clear Distinction. <laughs> make a clear
1: distinction. Um same effect though, to be honest. No. Um and then I went and then I was like and then they were like, you really need to stop drinking Coke, so I moved on to coffee, which um I don't think was as <laughs> anything healthy, but <laughs> I mean, it's zero calories if you drink it black. Exactly, it is. So it's it's fine. There's no the sugar content, There's way lower sugar content. It's just I'm still getting the caffeine that I that I require to get through yeah. the day.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't start drinking coffee until my mid twenties. Oh
1: uh, yeah yeah but my
0: dad will drink like six coffees a day and he'll have a coffee like before he goes to bed and i was like i'm convinced my dad has adhd i
1: do that sometimes as well like i will have if i wake up in the middle of the night i'll have a cup of coffee and i can go to sleep um, i'm pretty sure i can i just won't test the waters just yeah in case. just because i'm like i don't
0: i don't want to like i can have like three cans of red bull in a day and go to bed
1: yeah and would be fine I haven't tested the waters on that, but um, I know I can definitely drink because I, I can do six cups of coffees if I want. Um, yeah, but it's, I could,
0: but it'd pro- I'd probably poo my pants. Yeah, that honest.
1: that is kind of <laughs> what happened. Um, so I need to kind of cut back on that because it is a diuretic and you have to remember that. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I would crap myself. Yes. <laughs> my stomach doesn't like it that like I love it but my stomach is like mm, yeah no, no stop that we need to stop this right now <laughs> but we're stopping this yes that's it yes one coffee so I have one a day now yeah on weekends I'll, I'll have two or three you know uh, I'm at uh, least I'm close yeah. to a bathroom
1: then. <laughs> I'm I'm two um and then on the weekend I may be three though I think i no, I did have. I had three cups of coffee today, so I didn't go over my three, which I was very proud of myself for. Mm. Yeah,
0: nice. Yes. Uh, back on Earth, we meet Starla, a beautiful high school science teacher speaking to her class about survival of the fittest. Mm. The boys in her class are absolutely enthralled by the content delivered by <laughs> yes. Starla, obviously because they're all leaning over the top of their chairs like drooling mammals. Mm. One of the boys has drawn a naked picture of her in his book. Mm. <laughs>
1: I love it when um is it Talia, she kind of nudges him to go, um, oh, dude, don't. And he just goes, hey, what about it? It's just like, you, you're <laughs> impressed, aren't you? She's like, no. No. Oh, you're gross. What the
0: fuck? No.
1: I just love he doesn't even look guilty that someone sees it. He's just like, hey, yeah, what about it? What do you reckon? <laughs> what do you reckon? Yeah, right. Good work, huh? No.
0: No. No. Disgusting.
1: Um, which kind of speaks to the as- humor of the movie to be honest um yeah it does
0: <laughs> it's it's fantastic the little like um the just there's just humor in a lot of things that are done throughout the film there's that little something you can always laugh at and yes. I think that that really speaks to James Gunn's like writing and his his directing as well yeah
1: he yeah he knows kind of when to set up a joke and when it to leave it to be the actual horror like any but the thing is I think he finds a lot of horror funny even when it's not <laughs> <Right>. um <laughs> Um, so I think um, he tends – So I think the two get a little bit confused along the way, but that's kind of why I love this movie, just because everything is right for laughing, even if it's the most disgusting, ghoulish, creepiest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, true. Right.
0: Uh, out in the main street of the town of Wesley, South Carolina, we say, see celebration banners, including a sign that says, "Deer Season Starts Today. There are men pouring out of the hunting stores, purchasing new rifles and ammunition in preparation for the hunting season. Uh, Jack, an older uptight man in fancy clothes, he's mm. in a suit, um, is driving through the town in his Cadillac. He comes upon a hunter's truck, double parked, jamming up traffic. He blasts his horn at the driver as he yells, get the fuck out of the way, cocksucker. Hee <laughs> Uh, only to look out at his window seeing a woman and her child who has heard the whole exchange who waves and says morning mayor yes
1: um, Greg, which I loved I, I was loved like, ah. um, Greg Henry is the best in this movie um, and every time he's on screen I swear he just starts swearing uh, which makes it even better <laughs>
0: And that'd be me if I yeah. was in every any movie ever.
1: Yeah, it'd just be like, "Motherfucker, where's my Dr. Pip?" Um, it's yeah, which is a very famous moment from this movie. It has nothing to do with anything, but it's just no. it's <laughs> um kind of speaks to this character who's. I love the fact that he's kind of the mayor and he's kind of tagging along on this kind of what turns into a hunt for a killer, um, <laughs> but into a hunt for there? a creature. I have no idea why he's there, <laughs> but the fact that he's Greg Henry, um, I I adore it. <laughs>
0: Uh, Jack is a little bit embarrassed, but he um, he noticed a group of hunters on the sc- sidewalk looking and pointing at something in the sky. Mm. He looks up to see a small media plummeting towards the earth. Stala and her work colleague are talking outside of the school building when Stala's husband, Grant, approaches her and walks her back to their car. So Grant's a little bit of a, he's an older gentleman. Um, he's, a, well, he's a lot older than yes. Starla is. Yes, Uh Balding. Yes, yes. Um, and just cranky looking a lot of the time. He's very, he's very insecure and jealous. Very much so. And I think that that, this is a good setup for what happens throughout the film and the dialogue and the, uh, the parasites and their dialogue as well.
1: (laughs) It's absolutely amazing. I did sort of watch um, most of the commentary for this. I didn't get to watch all of it on my, um, on my desk. And it was kind of cool that, um, yeah, it's the way James Gunn talks about this movie. It is definitely about the marriage between Grant and Skylar. It, that is, um, or Starla, sorry. Um, it is very much about the marriage between those two people, and there just happens to be this kind of alien infestation. But it's that it keeps coming back to their relationship, which yeah. was because um, I think just to jump ahead, like to the next scene when you have Nathan Fillion um, with some of the uh, sheriff people letting the kids cross and they're sort of talking about their relationship going, Hmm, that, well, she's a gold digger. And he's like, well, you know, she was 17. Her She had a terrible family. He rolls up in a yeah. Cadillac and offers her not only to get out of it, but also it, um, co- college money. And he goes, if you had a vagina, you'd be doing that as well. To which the child yeah. goes, what's a vagina? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> because I actually read the original script. Oh, did and- you? Yeah yeah in the original script James Gunn had written this uh, conversation between Starler and uh, Bill later on in the film Yeah, and he asks her like why did you marry Grant and she says well you know my, my dad was beyond evil mm. he used to beat me from when I was a toddler Yeah, um, I worked at my dad's gas station then Grant rolls around he has a Cadillac and he frees me and then one, she also tells the story about how one night um, her dad had beaten her so badly that Grant actually came around and beat her dad half
1: to death oh
0: wow yeah yeah and like rescued her from her father and that's why she says it's not just love it's it's protection and safety and all these other things that she kind of not only ends up stuck in but feels obliged to to be there for grant yeah and, and we do see a lot of that throughout this film the obligation not necessarily that actual genuine love that they mm. have for one another
1: yeah i think you see it more from grant especially when he's in alien mode more than anything else but yeah um no you do get the sort of very specific because i love it because usually in, in movies it's the older guy with the younger girl and or woman and then no one questions it even though you though that brings up, up that up that situation, but it actually gives a really good reason for why these two are together, um, yeah. and the fact that it kind of ripples through the rest of the movie, the fact that her security is now gone, her husband's gone, um, and she's kind of falling, and she's even falling out of love with him even more when he's well regressing into this kind of tentacled thing. Um, but at the same time, she has to kind of keep up the facade of. in love with him to survive it comes it gets very tricky with them it gets very tricky with the relationship and i actually love it love it a lot yeah there's a
0: lot to unpack with their relationship and watching her slowly um like her story arc in general yes. and how yeah. it's a very big um, exploration of her finding herself without him yes. because she hasn't known herself without him. Yes. So I was like, that's a really interesting, like, um, like conversation about the two of them mm. that could be had, you know, in, in relation, like in regard to their relationship and their marriage. Yeah. Mm. Um, so later that night, Grant is uh, trying to get Starla in the mood, who rejects him and says that she isn't in the mood. Mm. And he says, you're never in the mood, which, you know, like, you know, there's always that joke. It's like, oh, once you're married. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he gets quite upset because he feels rejected and he gets up and gets dressed and leaves to go sit in a bar on his own to have a drink. Mm which is a totally appropriate response to the situation, right?
1: Uh, Yes, but I got the sneaking suspicion this is not the first time this has happened before. Like, this is kind of like a pattern that he'll go off, he'll have a drink, he'll come back home, they'll make up, but then they won't actually talk about why she isn't... Well, yeah, she doesn't have to be in the mood. She doesn't have to be in the mood, but there's kind of that, I think it's an easy... the Oh, you're married, they don't have sex. It's like this easy shorthand to go, their marriage is in trouble which i yeah. always find annoying um because yeah. i'm like that's <laughs> not necessary okay fine maybe do your shorthand um but it's just a very easy quick way to go oh their marriage is not is is actually in trouble even though there's yeah the whole other to go into those other reasons as the movie kind of touches on it's just going to take too long
0: yeah they offer that exposition later yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he is approached by a woman named Brenda. So Brenda talks to him about how she ended up marrying some guy. She knows that he, he married, you know, the prom queen Starla. Yes. And it, it, she's quite um, bitter about it because she always had a crush on Grant.
1: Yes. I you got a feeling that she kind of wanted the lifestyle I had. And um, yeah. she didn't get that. Instead, she married an arsehole. You find out later she's a single mother. Um, and it's kind of not in living in a, not as a wealthy sort of position. And so she's kind of looking at the grant as the, Oh, what if my life could have been this and yeah. not what I have now. Um, though the thing with this movie I love is these little quirks kind of in the background, like the woman singing the crying game in the bar. Um, yeah. I love her <laughs> so much. I kind of wish they just let her song whole play out. Um, Cause the way she's got this look on her face of like, she's, singing this song and it's kind of this big achievement which it is because I can't do karaoke to save myself but the way she's singing the crying (laughs) game is just like this most soulful soulful thing I've ever seen in my life and she's amazing
0: (laughs) it is really beautiful I really like the music in this it's really good weirdly enough yeah Yeah. it
1: goes for these really kind of weird um big moment kind of dun 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 music but it kind of feel makes it feel like a universal movie um which I love universal monster movies so um I'm was just all for those kind of the, the score in this movie, I was all for.
0: <laughs> yeah, Brenda leads Grant out into the woods, and um, they're falling around in the woods. Yes, they are. <laughs> Until Grant, all of a sudden, gets a bit of a conscience about him and says that he can't do it because he's married to Starla. Yes, uh, yes, and I can't remember exactly what happens, but um, as he's talking to her, they fa- they find this like egg-like shape. Object amongst the foliage.
1: Yes, they do, um, and uh, this he, he and Ground pokes it with a stick, which you should never do. Yeah. You find something in the <laughs> that's way. Exactly in the woods. what I. I'd,
0: I'd be like, "What's this?" That's in my notes. That's what I do. Yeah, it's just
1: like, yeah, don't poke it with a stick because it's not going to turn out well. <laughs> the
0: thing is, I'm the person that's like poke it with a stick. Yeah, you've got to find out what it is. Yes, unfortunately, he gets
1: something is. right in his chest. This little kind of spore, and it'll turns from there but um i just love the mode just Ugh. poking with go get in there with a the stick i'm like oh yeah, I'll like just
0: what's that that's
1: weird that's weird
0: what's going on so you'd be my sister and my sister would be like don't poke that and i'd be like i'm poking it
1: <laughs> i'm like no, Yo, you'll turn into a tentacle." Look it looks <laughs> great <laughs>
0: um so it's really cool because we kind of see the this spore like stuck in his chest mm. and then it like disappears inside of him yes uh, yeah I love that he um because like he like rips his shirt up yeah and it's like sitting inside him and I was like Ugh. yeah <laughs> it's that, really grotesque it's really
1: <laughs> grotesque it's like I hate though I love this movie it always wigs me out when you see something goes into someone's body and you can see it moving under the skin it always grosses yeah. me out and this is mostly this movie because what he turns into yeah. <laughs> is just that like times a hundred and it's oh my god um it's it's amazing but you're just every time you look at him you're just like going that is gross why am i looking at that that?" is disgusting (laughs) uh the last we see of grant is him
0: on the ground convulsing Mm. the next morning he creeps back into the house um there's a scene (laughs) where he um is like you know how cats get comfortable and dogs get comfortable, and they like circle. Yes. But he's on a on like a bunch of leaves. Yes. <laughs> like,
1: what? Oh my god! His little hut that he's doing because yes, it's like leaf pile. Yes. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Um, I love it so much because you get the instant feel of oh, he's no longer human. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's he's like shuffling around in his leaves that he's brought into his basement, and he's kind yeah. of moving his head like he's an animal, and it's yeah, it's it's such a good little. I it love was so funny. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, while he's doing that, Stala's in the shower getting ready for the day and she comes downstairs and she's waiting in the kitchen in her white bathrobe. She's put on some music um, and it's actually a song that they danced to on their wedding day. Yes, yeah. And uh, it gets Grant's attention and he comes into the kitchen and um, they actually have this really tender moment where they dance together. Mm. And... Um, You know, he says to her wearing white, just like on our wedding day, I remember it. I'm sorry about last night. I get a little insecure sometimes, want to hold on too tight. It's just because you're precious to me, Starla. Mm. And then they end up having uh, sex. Yes. Before uh, Starla goes to school. And in the teacher's lounge, she's humming every woman in the world as she drops coins into the soda machine and is approached by one of the teachers who says to her, oh, you got that fresh-flucked fresh fucked glow don't you <laughs> and i love i i like i'm studying to be a teacher and if someone talks to me like that in the staff room i'm gonna die <laughs> <laughs>
1: um i would too i don't have, yeah this movie does have these little weird cliches but i think they just but they work for me in this one um like the yeah. fresh fu- fucked glow and they're having to the talk about oh yeah i had a really good morning and because you know i had sex wink wink um <laughs> and it's kind of, but it kind of does this thing where it sets up sort of little, these little characterizations really well um, that, you know, exactly who these people are, how they kind of relate to each other. And it's kind of really, yeah, it's this brilliant, smart way that uh gun uses these little kind of exposition kind of leaps that are really quick. Yes. You've seen them done a thousand times, but you now know that who Skylar is and how she relates to her husband and how she relates to the other teachers. It's, yeah, yeah. but if anyone said that to me, I'd be just like, ah, oh, no. <laughs> I We're can't. ending the conversation right now. Yes.
0: <laughs> While Starla is at school, Grant is at the butcher shop. <laughs> I love this moment so much. This this scene is so funny. So he's peering through the glass at the rows of steaks and pork chops. Yes. And eventually the butcher comes over and asks him, what would you like? And he orders like 14 ribs, like 14 packs of ribs or something. He's like, you're having a party. He's like
1: something like that. No, no, he just sort of says, give me eight. No, no, 10. He's getting it. No, make that 14. And it's just, just this way. He just keeps upping the number of like, of raw meat. How much do I want? (laughs) Yes. I want it all. that. (laughs) He's like
0: standing, just staring over it. And he's like, meat. Meat. I need Meat. (laughs) oh, the meat thing grossed me out.
1: Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been watching a few movies lately where meat has been shown in the most disgusting kind of way. And I'm just, and you're just like, oh. I'm like, why do I eat meat again? This is gross.
0: Um, yeah. um, I'm uh, reading a book at the moment called uh, Tender as the Flesh, and one of my really good friends just finished reading it. It's yeah. a novella about, a, like, a not-too-distant future.
1: I haven't- oh, you're reading it as well? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And for those who don't know, it's a novella about um how basically cannibalism has become real because they can no longer factory farm animals. Yes. They I, I'm not too sure what the story is behind that yet. I've read maybe five pages before I'm like, Do I wanna keep going?
1: <laughs> no, basically uh, but they, but, yeah, they, they basically meat. Yeah. <laughs> so they use
0: human meat, um, to feed people. And yeah, uh one of my contributors for here scream read it and he posted it on his Instagram and I was like, oh my god, that sounds so good. And
1: yeah. now I'm terrified to read it. No, I'm a little bit into it. I'm like going, This is so good. Um no, but again, it's one of those things where I'm like, why do we meet again? I I, I yeah. yeah, this all the stuff I've been reading and watching. I'm like, I yeah. <laughs> why do
0: I do this to myself? Why do I do this to
1: myself? Um
0: so uh, I love that he comes home like a child and he's like so excited about all the meat that's like yes. packed into the back of his truck. It's a
1: lot of meat. Uh, yeah, you got to see his suspicion he going all around meat. town to get yeah, a lot of I meat. Yeah, I was like, he's been everywhere yeah. today.
0: <laughs> um, and he basically takes it inside and like leaves it in his basement. And uh, Stella comes home. She's putting away some laundry and she heads past their garage door mm. and she notices that there's this big shiny new lock on the door and she asks Grant what it's there for, and he's like, Oh, it's for your birthday, you know. She's like, My birthday's two months away. And he's like, Yeah, two months too close. <laughs> yes. And, you know, close enough is that's yes. close enough for me. Yes. It's your birthday surprise. Yes.
1: Which it is a surprise. Um, maybe just not the uh, birthday yes. surprise that you want.
0: Um <laughs> No, no, it's not. No. Um, Grant steps out onto the front porch. Because he's uh, acting a little strange, mm. like we see him not feeling too well. He's a little bit sweaty. Um, he's blinking a little bit, mm. and he's looking around the neighborhood um, before he like throws himself onto the front lawn, and he looks up to see the next door neighbor's beagle staring at him.
1: Yeah, I know. As soon as I saw little doggy, I'm like, oh no! Um, oh. It's it kind of shows, yeah. It's kind of the up, I know it's the upscaling of what's about to happen because it gets kind of worse as the movie goes on and te- technically of what Rook is about to do. Um, but that's just kind of that first indication of like, oh, if you didn't think him buying like all the meat in town is enough, now he's looking at the dog going ah, but this is a lie. Mm. Hmm. What <laughs> about you? <laughs> yes. Are you tasty? Hmm, think you might be. <laughs> Starla is
0: upstairs in the shower getting ready because they're going out to the deer chair, which is like the big hullabaloo that they have at the local pub um to celebrate the kickoff of the deer season. Grant comes into the bathroom and he's like kind of creeping around. Uh he opens his shirt and tentacles start to come out of his chest. Yeah. The Steam in the shower has covered up that part of his body. Mm. So when Starla turns around and sees him there, he does she doesn't see the tentacles coming out of him. No. <laughs> Which I thought was really cool. I was like, oh that's clever. She's
1: like, oh what are you doing? Um standing in the shower because you see, and then he's like he kind of freaks out and sort of says, no, 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 I can't. i, I got to go to go back to work. She's like, but no, you promised you'd take me to the the thing. Um, and he's like, no, no, got to go to work, got to go to work. And he kind of runs away. Um, and it's kind of the sense of you get the feeling that he's holding back from Stala, like he doesn't want to – you'll see what he's about to do to someone else very, very soon. But it's that kind of thing of um, whether it's uh, actual Grant or whether it's the alien with his memories because memory – does play a huge part in this in this movie. Yeah. Um, or whether it's just the memory of of is just enough for him to go, I i can't do that. Don't to want her. to do that. I don't I want to do yeah. that to her. Uh Starla
0: arrives at the bar for the uh deer chair celebrations and <laughs> um Bill and Nathan I love Nathan Fillion so oh, much. Um yeah. <laughs> fantastic when I saw that he was in this movie I was like
1: yes and he's so (laughs) just charming no matter what is happening in this movie he has just got this cute smile and he's just the most charming man on the planet
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely uh and he watches Starla walk across like the entire bar and Wally who is his partner at the police officers says surprised you're able to lift a mug after carrying that torch for so long
1: (laughs) such a good line
0: There's so many good lines in this because he says something to Wally and he's like, hey, I forgot to tell you something. And he's like, fuck you, You. fat ass. (laughs) And they both laugh. And I was like, I love that
1: yeah it's kind of from that little moment you can kind of tell that they're just really really close um yeah and
0: they're good mates they're good yeah. mates
1: and they can kind of say anything they want to eat, or each other within reason but it's all taken with this kind of with love and yeah no i love yeah, yeah that moment it's, it's just, great like, yeah
0: <laughs> fuck you fat ass it's, ex- <laughs> it's like You'd expect most people to be like, oh, what, what did you say that for? Yeah,
1: it's just like, no, this is... But it, it's, like, he,
0: unexpected, yeah. Yeah, he
1: know he has been getting teased by Wally about this for years. Oh, his so exa- entire life. His entire life. <laughs> so he's just like, yeah, I know, I know what this is.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, instead of going to meet Starla, so in the bathroom, um, Grant says, I'll meet you there. Mm. I'll see you there. I'm, I'll see you there later. Uh, Grant actually goes over to Brenda's house. Cool, so... Brenda. Um, Yes, he knocks on the door and she answers. And he ha- she has, like, her baby there, which is really upsetting. It is.
1: Uh, and yeah, the baby's playing with a tomato, which I thought was strange. Yeah. It's a really cool, weird moment. It's like, that baby holding a tomato. Why is that baby holding a tomato? <laughs> um, Why do you got a
0: tomato? Yeah.
1: Um... Apparently there was a whole big thing where she did explain it and the things that were cut out, but she said it was cheaper to buy it than toys. And then they're really tenderized when you cook with them. So it was like a two kind of thing. I thought that was like, Oh, I'm kind of <laughs> glad they didn't explain it. Cause just the image of the baby holding the, the um, tomato. tomato. Yeah. No, what happens is a, a is a rape scene. Um, there's no getting away yeah. around it. And the way that he kind of juxtap- juxtaposes it, can't say that word um, with what's happening at the dare thing um it yeah. makes it even creepier because they're having fun it's a really I love that song that the band is singing actually it's it's a really fun sort of yeah um gothic uh country kind of old um uh old country song and then you get this horrific scene of what Michael Rooker is doing to poor Brenda and it's it's a really creepy scene because it's kind of like this horror is going on where everyone else is having a really great time and building up their sense of community and all that kind of thing. And then you've got this ha- really horrific thing happening over on the other side. It's it's really well done.
0: Yeah. And especially because Brenda's from the poorer side of town as well. We see yes. that whole, um, that she is taken advantage of because, you know, not everybody would notice her missing mm. and, um, nobody would really care if anything happened to her. And that is a really sad realization about Brenda.
1: It is. Yeah. Especially it hits home with the fact that everyone who's kind of accepted in this town is already at this event and she's on her own. So yeah, no one, yeah. it's it kind of makes her character even sadder in that moment, even more gruesome and sadder because of all that. It's yeah. Just the way he's able to communicate these things with just these kind of visual cues. I absolutely love
0: yeah. He does really fantastic work with saying things without saying things. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's really horrible because he actually has his tentacles go into her like into her womb basically. Yes. Um, and the tentacles and the needles are like pulsating in her stomach. She's in agony. Mm. Um It it is a really confronting scene for the entire... It's probably one of the reasons I wouldn't show this movie to my nieces just yet, because they probably wouldn't understand... But also they probably wouldn't understand this either.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, even the first time I watched it, I don't think I clicked to it for some weird reason, because I think it's just... There's a lot of noise going on. It's kind of like an alien infestation scene, which we've seen countless, countless times. But really, at the end of the day, all those scenes are rape scenes, because a lot of alien movies... Are about the kind of alien life cycle, which is, um, you know, conception, birth, growing up to maturity. And you, again, you see yeah. this all, that's what Slither is, S- Slither is as well. Um, so yeah, but that scene is an absolute rape scene. And it is kind of, it's done in a really weird way. Again, it's kind of softening it, but at the same time, when you ever go back to it, you're just like, oh, God, Ooh. Rooker, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't like this scene. No. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know if it's later that night or the next day, but Starla comes home and can hear... Oh, it's later that night. Starla comes home from the deer chair, and she can hear moaning and groaning upstairs. Mm. And she goes upstairs to find Grant, who has... Basic. he's covered in pustules yes and his face is swollen and when starla asks him what happened he says don't worry it's just a bee sting i've seen the doctor don't worry about it <laughs> she's like i think and it's she's kind of like there's something really because i think later on she does call the doctor and is like um excuse me yeah
1: what's going on
0: um, brad's <laughs> getting really bad what the hell yeah uh, later that night, Grant packs up bags of meat into the back of his truck and heads towards the woods. Mm. Eventually he makes it to a very old, run-down barn and he grabs the garbage bags of meat and heads towards the barn. When he gets into the barn, we see that he has shackled up Brenda and her body is swollen and pear-shaped. Mm. And she says to him, I'm hungry, I'm so fucking hungry I think I'm going to die. Mm. And he pours out the bag of meat which has rotting animals and bits and pieces and meat and uh we don't see it but we hear brenda basically chowing down on this really gross maggot infested meat you
1: see her pick it up and then you hear her eating it and you then you you just know like oh you don't quite i don't know if you could completely predict what happens in this but you know something is very very wrong something's infesting this town and um yeah you don't quite guess what's gonna happen with Brenda if you've never seen this movie before but um (laughs) it's it's leading to a thing (laughs) yeah um so
0: later Grant is sitting in his truck and he's groaning in pain as his body begins to transform even more Mm. and um he basically doesn't come home that night he's out yeah 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 because the next day, it's like the mid-afternoon, um, Starla makes a phone call to the doctors yes. and is like, excuse me, what's going on? And the doctor's like, well, I I, I haven't seen Grant for like three months. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. So yes. she's a little bit sus, yes. suspect.
1: I do like how she kind of clicks on to something's wrong pretty quickly. Um, yeah, she's not, like if you love someone you know. Yeah. You know something's weird. Yeah, I mean, she's seen her husband. He's turning into the gr- grotesque pustular thing um and so she knows something's wrong so the next day she calls the doctor who's the voices is, is rob zombie um oh no way <laughs> yeah i think he has a thing where he puts him in every single one of his movies but he's always a voice like you never see that's him so cool yeah so the fact that, that's awesome. yeah he just goes hey rob come be in my movie speak this and he's like all right um that's awesome. and I, I love that and yeah so i love the fact that she's kind of really she's not trying to make excuses for him from the get she's not she's not she knows okay something's really yeah. wrong here I, I don't know what this is I just can't think of where to go what to do at the moment or who even yeah. to go to help for um because she is probably very isolated um in her house he's Grant looks as though he was like very very controlling of a lot of things yeah. um so she doesn't exactly have someone to go hey my husband's this is been, weird in. this is weird <laughs> something's, something's happening
0: <laughs> yeah and it's and it is that you know how like we see in a lot of films where the partner sees their partner doing something weird and don't quite like doesn't
1: question it. Yeah, they don't question it until they really have to. And no, she's kind of questioning it from the. She's get-go. on it straight away. She's like, "This is weird. This is weird. Nah. Something's w- wrong here. I don't quite know what's happening." Um. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she's right on it.
1: She's very on it. Um, yeah. Starla hears a knock at the door
0: and police officers Bill and Wally have come by to check on Grant. Mm. So they had a report that Brenda is missing and witnesses had seen Grant going into her home on the Friday night, um, the same night Mm. that she disappeared. So Starla's a little bit concerned, obviously, because what the hell? He didn't go to deer chair. He was at home being weird. yes. What the hell is going on? Hmm. So, after Billy, uh, Billy, Bill, and Wally leave, Stala turns to the garage and notices that there's some liquid, like red liquid on the door. And she's yes. like, That's
1: weird. So, so she That's gets in there. and she wants to open it. She gets that door. in there. Yeah, she gets in there. And what does she find inside the garage? Oh my God, a cacophony of meat of rotting corpses of the poor dog who we saw before. Oh, um, the little beagle from oh, next Oh, little door. beagle is not Mind you,
0: in the script, I know it didn't happen in the film, but in the script, James Gunn had actually written that Stala had watched the boy next door pin up posters for the missing dog. Oh, yes. And she asks him where the dog is. <laughs> And he's, she's like, still haven't found the dog. And then she finds him like the next day in yeah, the stockpile of meat in the garage.
1: Yeah. I mean, everything's got plastic kind of sheeting and there's just meat, piles of meat everywhere. And oh, and you can tell it stinks it by her stinks. reaction. Yeah. She's kind of got this, oh my God, what is that smell when she gets in there? And yeah, her reaction is pretty kind of, oh my God. And that's when she calls Bill back. Cause she kind of covered from Cause I don't know what you're talking about. He's not here. I he's yeah it, it's probably not him you're gonna have
0: to call him but
1: now she's like oh no i have to call him my husband's now a serial killer um because <laughs> yeah. she just found the serial killer basement um and so i love dexter the- basement <laughs> that she's found the dexter basement you're okay um so i love the fact that she's just she's so onto it and kind of like no i'm not gonna this is something i can't ignore yeah. like um yes this is not a healthy marriage yes he is probably very controlling yes she feels probably there for more obligation more than anything else um but when shit hits the fan she's like oh no i'm calling bill back get over here there's there's something you need to see there's
0: meat in my garage There's meat in my
1: garage it comes from looks like it's coming from body parts <laughs>
0: uh yeah uh so what starla doesn't realize is that grant is actually sneaking around the outside of the house watching her mm. um and so Starla's on the phone and she's looking out the window and they're kind of, like, missing each other. Yeah. And then Starla turns around to see a monstrous Grant staring at her before he lets out this huge, like, wail. Yeah. Which was like, oh, for me, I was like, yuck.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just imagine being confronted with someone that you thought you knew for ages and he's turning into Dr. Pretorius from from beyond. Um, like
0: yeah. He's starting <laughs> to
1: become a bit mis... His, his body is becoming very misshapen um i don't know how james gunn convinced brooker to do this part um because (laughs) the makeup that man had to put on would have been oh yeah they're even talking there was apparently one kind of He was probably really good about it but it was like hours upon hours of makeup for like shooting only a few scenes and then to have to get out of the thing again um i mean talk about a trooper and this is one of those things where you're like going oh god and it's it's really effective because when you first see him you're like Ugh, this is not good are you okay are you Okay. <laughs> sure it's just a bee sting <laughs>
0: yeah like i'm allergic to bees but i've never had that happen to me before your face
1: has never melted into a weird shape <laughs> no
0: no i i haven't been stung by a bee since i was like eight because mm. yeah. i just i don't know what will happen to me <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like I don't want to test it.
1: No, I don't blame you. No, it's it's something you don't want to test in case you turn it to Grant Grant, which I love the fact that he's got the same surname. But his name's
0: Grant Grant. Grant, Grant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's such a dumb joke that is just brilliant because they just kind of mention it a right. few times and then that's it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Styler tries to make a run for it um through the back door, but Grant basically lunges onto her and. um She's trying to ring the phone, like, the phone's ringing Hmm. on one end and Bill's like, hello, hello, hello. Um, So whilst pinning her down, though, Grant looks really sad and sick. Like Like, there's that whole conflict of the alien and him going on at that point in
1: time, and I think that continues through the movie. I think it does as well because you kind of see that he has affection for her and this alien kind of thing is coming up over him and he can't necessarily control what he's doing because he's turning into literally something else but at the same time yeah. there's this memory of of their marriage and what he feels for her so having to actually hurt her um is very difficult for him
0: yeah, um you get definitely. that sense
1: a lot even when he's at his most gross um and globulous, um there's still that kind of meeting of eyes occasionally which i i, I appreciate yeah
0: and I, I like that Rocker did a really great job of communicating those emotions yes. too, because, like, he's at, at the, you know, towards the end, his mouth can't move, his yeah. arms can't move, his eye, he doesn't have eyebrows, nope. he literally just has his eyes to communicate. Yeah.
1: And you can and, definitely um, see that in his wonderful. eyes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he says to her, Why did you betray me, Sugar Plum? I wanted you by my side, but you, I can't trust you now. So this goes back deep into his, like, really, um, like, Severe insecurities that he has about their marriage and their relationship, and he towards the end he says some quite hurtful things to to Starla as well. He does, which really sucks. But that's his obvious, his innermost thoughts and feelings about what she has supposedly done to him.
1: Exactly, you're right. I think it's all his insecurities, and he knows where to get her. It's not like um, he knows he knows how to hurt her um, with just yeah. a few words. And I think that sort of says that speaks to a marriage, when you've been with someone a long time, is that you know exactly where to get them if you really wanted to hurt them and he's just oh yeah he just lets it loose yeah
0: yeah it's really it's really mean it's very Um, mean (laughs) grant rips open his shirt to show uh the wound on his chest is now weeping and it's just really disgusting oh the goo in this Um, movie (laughs) oh it's so it's great yeah it's um it's just that it, like, not only does it look gross, it looks like it smells and it also has a sound. It and does. the fact that all these senses have been brought together for this, you know, this humanoid is just fantastic. It it's, is. it's amazing.
1: Yeah, you can just imagine the smell when you get to the end and you're finding out kind of what something else that is happening with with this thing and you're just like oh my god the smell of this would just be a nightmare and oh yeah and you can feel that throughout this movie that this movie would smell terrible
0: oh yeah i've had there's a few movies where i've said to people you can smell it can't you yeah (laughs) like you could smell this scene (laughs) (laughs) uh so the uh one of his Uh, tentacles come out of his chest and that starts to feel Starla and tries to poke into her skin. But she manages to grab the coffee table leg next to her and slam like Grant's head into it to get away, Mm. which I thought was great. Fantastic practical scene.
1: Uh, Yeah, Uh, it is. A lot of this is practical. So I Mm. kind of appreciate um, that you get the kind of the, again, you can smell this movie. You can feel this movie. There's texture to it because it's all done practical. and, And Stella's smart like she kind of looks for something she knows she's very much thinking on her feet all the time which I really like she's she's got her own agency throughout this movie which um, she's not the complete damsel in distress which there is a little bit of it but she's usually the one that's actually having to save everyone else which I quite like
0: yeah she she she's awesome she's a fantastic she's basically a final girl in this film she is. is awesome Um, She scurries behind the couch, dials the police, uh, but Grant grabs her from behind and around her neck. Oh, yes. And he (laughs) drags her towards him. Um, As he is strangling Stala, Bill and Wally have made it back to the house and are seeing what's going on. And they're confronted by this grotesque humanoid creature that is actually Grant. Yes. So they take a shot at him which causes him to jump back from Stala. he's the the creature is screeching and he makes a getaway for the back door of the house
1: with this kind of arm dragging along behind him because yeah, like his, his arms kind of um stretches out to kind of grab her um no it's just yeah i don't know what it is it's just they're confronted with this thing so all they can do is shoot which to be fair yes because this thing is i do the same thing Yeah, it's not, it's not human um but at the same time i love the fact that grant's arm just kind of elongates when he's really trying to choke Stella and it's yeah. just kind of amazing because it's just that such it's probably was a bit of an effect to try and pull off but at the same time it's so simple and so effective because you're just like oh he's really not human now this there's not a disease yeah. something is he's transforming into something else
0: yeah absolutely he, um Yeah, it's really cool. I wonder who did the special effects. I should
1: have. Yeah, that down. I should have. Me too. But they're very good special <laughs> effects. I really, yeah. They're, Whoever they're, did it. Good job. <laughs> uh,
0: so the next day, Bill is in the station, and the place is buzzing with the hilarity of Bill and Wally talking about how they saw Grant at the screen. Uh, one of the officers puts a toy squid on Bill's desks and suggests they use it as identification for witnesses.
1: Yes, because all they can say, he was a squid. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Which I love. That was
0: funny. Because the look that Bill gives him is just like, fuck
1: off. Yeah. um, I love the sort of the fact that, um, because Greg Henry comes in and kind of joins in the conversation about, you know, we really need to get this sorted out. This is like a prominent member of the community um what's going on and he goes it's not a squid well he kind of had a long arm it's kind of <laughs> yeah. and, and then of course Greg henry's just yelling obscenities at everyone it's just it's it's kind of glorious. get back to work, get back to work. <laughs> uh, they get a report that
0: there's been another attack so they find out that the um the different uh ranchers cows have been getting killed yeah or being taken um, so they all head off, Bill, Wally, Trevor, and Margaret. Um, the, they're, they're four police officers and they head out to the report, uh, to the ranch where the report came from. Mm. At the cattle ranch, they find a Rottweiler, Rottweiler that has been split open right down the middle. Yes. Ugh. And yes. I love that Wally <laughs> just looks at Bill and says, looks like one of those psych tests. What do they call it? And Bill's like, Rorschach. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. I love Bill and Wally together in this movie. Um, yeah. They're so good. I wish kind of Wally lasted a little bit longer, but um, at the same time he has a great moment when he's taken over. But it's um, just their rapport is just so fantastic. (laughs) They're
0: just like, "Uh, Russia, they're just so casual about this. Yeah,
1: they're very casual about this. It's just, yeah, they don't quite know what's happening yet. All they know is it's this weird squid thing, but they don't quite they think it's a disease at, at this particular moment. Well, it is kind of still a disease, but at the same time, it's yeah, it's something else entirely. There. They're different. just like this is ridiculous. Yes. <laughs>
0: um, so Bill and Molly piece together the scene and realize that Grant has killed one of the cows and basically dragged it off into the forest because they're like, okay, well, there's a track here. They've also killed all the dogs. He's killed all the dogs on the farm. Mm. But then they also work out that there are about 100,000 acres of forest and farmland that they need to work out basically to find out where Grant is hiding out. And I was like, that is a lot of land.
1: That is. It is, you got the sort of sense that this town is also very, very isolated. Um, yeah. And he can hide anywhere. And, yeah, the sort of a tracking time. Is this when, this is also when um, they're sort of sitting in the, by the not the barn, but the kind of this kind of um, by this fencing and that's yeah. when they're all sort of talking and he's like, oh, yeah, because, you know, Stella wanted to go to Hollywood and become a movie star. Um, oh, no, that, that's, that's a bit later. Oh, that's a bit later. Sorry. Um, yeah. yeah. They're kind of all kind of just trying to na- navigate and kind of going, okay, where could he be? And they've seen him and they know he has a tail. So everyone's just like going, and, yeah, Greg Henry's reaction to him is just the best. <laughs> he just lights a cigarette and he just looks at him going, what the? <laughs> what is this? What is this? What the fuck is that? So,
0: <laughs> Bill takes a proactive approach and is looking at a property map of the town, which mm. is a pretty good idea. Yes. He states that there's uh, over the course of a few nights there've been reports of animals being taken from different properties, mm. and he's looked looked at the pattern and says that if Grant sticks to his pattern, the next property that will be attacked will be the Sturt Myers family. That's which I
1: now know I now know where I, where I am in this movie now. Yes, I know. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> you need the Sturt Myers. <laughs>
0: yeah uh so trevor bill margaret and wally are in the armory packing up their weapons to take with them um i love that trevor grabs a um a grenade and bill's like no you're not taking no put it back no you're not taking that put it away um so when they're pulling out of the car park they actually cross paths with Stala, who's driving into the car park and yes. she tells them hey i'm coming along with you bill refuses basically saying hey he tried to kill you do you really want to be there uh, but after letting her plead her case he lets her get in the car so she's like he's like yep in you get
1: yeah uh
0: they get to the strutmeyer house um the police car's all pull up the driveway they get out and fan over the grass where the cattle are mm-hmm. and um mr startmire up on the on their um the is it the, the veranda? Yeah, veranda yeah um i think jack is with them at this
1: point i think he might be yeah because i think he wants to be involved i think he was no i think he is not he is there at this point because they that's when they go into the um when they actually go find the barn so yes i think he's there at that yeah because yeah. he's with them yeah mm. but i can't
0: remember if he, i think he was already at the strutmeyer's house
1: something like that yeah because he wants to be yeah. he wants to be involved and he doesn't want this to get out of control because this is going to be the big day it's deer hunting season so um which is like in jaws it's like those summer dollars this is the deer hunting dollars um i think this yeah. is like the big economic time for the town, so he's. He's a little bit like, well, can we not have a serial killer? What they think, I think this is what they think this is. This is. Um, some sort of weird killer thing on the loose, because that's not going to do well for the deer hunters. <laughs> yeah. We want them to come ah! and kill our deer. <laughs> uh,
0: so um, they all basically hide out mm. to wait for Grant to show up. Um, Bill, Wally, and Stella are inside the barn, mm. uh, watching the cattle through the do- the doorway. Um, Stella starts to nod off as they sit and wait. And um, Bill says to her, Hey, Stella, remember that time you were a kid and you came knocking on my window in the middle of the night? And Bill... Bill says to like turns to Wally and says, Starla, here's twelve. Guess I was fourteen. I said, Starla, what the hell are you doing out there? She tells me she's running away to Hollywood to become a big star. She said she knew I was in the ROTC and she was gonna need a bodyguard and invited me along.
1: <laughs> this is the moment <laughs> I thought we are up to. Yes. Um, yeah. again, I love this moment because again, it's this very kind of cool thing of you these people all know each other. They've known each other for decades. Yeah. Um, they've grown up with one another. Everyone knows everyone. Um, and you just sort of get that sense of how long um, uh, Bill has had a crush on on Starla. It's it's been yeah. he's been holding that flame for a long time.
0: Oh yeah yeah. Starla tells Wally that she never made it past the bus stop because Bill had called her dad and dobbed her in for running away. Mm. She says you fucked up our fame and fortune, Bill party. And Wally says something about once a cop, always a cop, yeah. or something, yeah, something like, like that. That, yeah. that gives him a hard time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jack and Trevor are together and they they eventually see Grant come out across the field and, and Jack thing. turns to Trevor and says, you said squid. <laughs> yes. About this giant glut, like gelatinous yes. thing.
1: And that's when you see um, uh, Jack kind of trying to light a cigarette and it's just kind of hanging on his lip as <laughs> he's just looking at this thing going, what in the- You said squid. You said squid. What is that? Um <laughs> it's kind of a glorious moment because you see him carrying a cow and um (laughs) just carrying a cow as you do and it's just yeah it's kind of that great monster moment of this thing is coming out of the woods and you finally get to see it um and the whole hunting aspect comes into play because these guys are hunting grant um and yeah it's it's a great i love everything about this movie but yeah this again i love this moment (laughs)
0: I love that, Billy. Uh Billy. Wally says to Bill, What are we gonna do now, Bill? Cuffs won't even fit on him.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's so practical, Wally is so practical of just kind of like, like what am I meant to do with that? What I, I can't <laughs> do anything. Yeah. What we, yeah, what are we meant to do? I just I don't understand the thing yeah, this is definitely over their pay grade, but they just don't know what they're gonna These are just small like do? They're not yeah, they're not exactly. equipped to deal with an alien.
0: <laughs> nope uh Stella gets her shit together and heads out of the barn towards grant she is joined by the others including um like two rednecks who were like hunting in the in the forest and yeah. saw what was going on and they're like oh we'll, we'll just join up with you guys yeah. what's going on here this will be fun <laughs> The group slowly walks towards Grant with with their guns raised, ready to fire if they need to. Mm. Starla says to Grant, "You're sick. uh, You're just sick as all, but we'll take you to get help right now. I'll stay by your side, Grant, just like I swore I would, for better or worse. Remember." Mm. In response, Grant screeches. Mm. Uh, Although we can see him looking from Starla to Bill, and we see a glint of hurt and jealousy in his eyes. Yes, he growls, turns away, and drags the cow into the forest. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) "See, no." I'm going. Nah, sorry. Uh, one of the rednecks blocks Grant's path with his gun pointing at him and says, you stop right there, you son of a bitch. I don't care what kind of leprosy you got. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, we need to find that girl. Uh, Grant looks at him. And basically, snaps out one of his tentacle arms and whips it right up the front of the man's body and back. We see the man split straight down the middle while everyone looks on in shock. The organs spilling out from the middle of his body.
1: Yes, um, again, great practical effect. I do love a half body yeah. split, um, and this is definitely got that. Oh, me too. Just yeah, just when you see the little opening and then just it, the whole thing fall over, and you're like, "Well, he's splitting in half." <laughs> <It's>
0: <laughs> Uh, they all start to fire at Grant, who screeches in pain, letting the cow go and slithering off towards the forest. Bill and the others start to uh, chase after him, shooting as they race. Uh, they go through the forest, over some rocks, a creek, and eventually stumble out of the forest to be uh, hit smack in the face with a terrible smell. <laughs> Uh, They all are pretty grossed out and they work out that it's coming from inside an old barn. The same barn where we have seen Grant go, uh, where he has chained up Brenda.
1: Yes. Yuck. Yes. Brenda is (laughs) uh, gone through a change. (laughs) Yes. So they head inside um,
0: and they can. (laughs) They swing the door open to find Brenda. Uh, she isn't looking too good. Her body is a huge orb, and her tiny head is sticking out only a little bit from all of the flesh that is expanded around her.
1: Think her skin 10 Times ten. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and kind of really grotesque.
1: Yeah, it's. Ugh. <sighs> um,
0: as a group move closer towards her, Brandy, Brandy, Brenda's whole body suddenly lurches forward a little bit, uh, like whatever is inside her is trying to get out. They realise where the smell is coming from as they look around the room to a room full of rotting cow carcasses, roadkill, meat. Um, Basically, Wally uh, chunders and needs to get the hell out of there because it's so disgusting.
1: Yeah. um, And Brenda is just great because she's just kind of screaming, going, oh, I'm so hungry, but I don't feel so good. Something's wrong with me. And they're like going, yeah, something's definitely wrong with you. And they're like, yeah, well... We'll take you to a hospital. And they're like, what are they going to do with that? Again, that same thing of like, <laughs> what? what cure can this possibly for that? And then, of course, she's so hungry. They're just like, can you pass me the that possum carcass? And, and Wally's like, Ugh. Ugh. sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it's just nope. the effect is so great because you're just so grossed out by this thing that you're now presented with. Um, and it's, yeah, it's so, so disgusting.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love it. And also really grossed out by it.
1: Yes. (laughs) Uh,
0: So basically her skin is starting to tear and split down the side. And she says, little fuckers are tearing me apart. Mm. She lets out a huge scream before her body bursts right open and thousands of little slithering bugs spill out of her. The slugs swarm over the group um, and Grant is outside uh, of the barn, just like creepily watching, smiling from
1: outside. Yes, going, oh, the plan is coming together. Essentially, excellent. My babies. Um, the paras- <laughs> yes, yes.
0: The parasites start to flood over the group, drawn to the face and mouth. One parasite sl- slithers into Wally's mouth, and his body starts to spasm. Mm. Some of the others also end up with um, parasites. You know, getting into their mouths. Um. Again, uh, Bill notices
1: what? They're yeah, Starler and sorry. Bill. Fi- oh, sorry. Just again, Staller and yeah. Bill figuring out. Oh no, they're going for the mouth. Cover your mouth. They're like, they cover get your that. mouth. Yeah.
0: So they manage to fight them off, and uh, when the bugs realize that they can't get into their mouths, they just leave.
1: Yeah, they are very kind of well. This isn't going to work, kind of thing. Um, and they well, just we're off. You- we're, we're off. Go somewhere else. Yeah, we're going to go off and find some more mouths to get into.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um, trying to figure out what is happening, Bill looks around at the others who are lying on the floor, their bodies all twisted and their mouths covered in blood. Brenda's body is spread out all over the floor. Oh, so gross.
1: Yes, this is where we get in the stage of the movie where there's just things covering everything. And it's... Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: that's a little bit gross. It's a little bit gross, yes. Because yeah, you, you realise that Brenda's just all over the place. She's um, She's exploded because of these little fuckers yeah. that now are going to go and infest other people um, so the life cycle of this alien can can continue.
0: <laughs> Ew. <laughs> uh, the parasites head towards the Stratmeyer's ranch. One of the teenage daughters, Kylie, is taking a hot bubble bath. As oh. she is relaxing, we see parasites are starting to squirm up the side of the house and across their windows. Uh, Kylie's mother has cracked open the bathroom door, telling her to get out of the bath because she has school in the morning. Yes. Um, Because she's reading a book. Yeah. And her mum's like, no, not one more chapter. Get out. Yeah. Uh, The door cracks open and a parasite enters. It slithers over the tiles towards the bathtub, slithering up the side. Kylie doesn't realise that the slug has now entered the bathwater. Yes. Hearing a soft splashing, Kylie looks down and sees the creature swimming towards her. Screaming as she gets out of the bathtub, she slips on the floor. The parasite squirms up her back and she tries to get it off her. There is this fantastic like fight between Kylie and this slug.
1: It really really is. It's absolutely brilliant because it's just the slug which on its face of it doesn't seem That much of a threat but at the same time I mean I love the shot of the bath because it's straight out of um Nightmare on Elm Street um yeah Nancy's in the bath (laughs) got the claw coming up this is pretty much that and then it's this fight between the slug who's desperate to get in her mouth and she is just tugging on this not letting it in and then there's this amazing moment when she kindly when you realize that you, once a, a slug goes into you, you start sharing that its consciousness. Uh, but not only that, yeah. you're sharing, it's a group consciousness. It's all the bugs kind of memory is just swirling around. It's a hive around.
0: mind. It's
1: a hive mind. That's exactly it. Um, and it is kind of this great moment of this poor girl trying to get this thing out of her mouth. It's so gross and really effective.
0: Yeah, because Kylie has a, a vision of that hive mind. Um, so she mm. sees flashes of other animals and landscapes being destroyed, animals dying, mm. misshapen beasts running rampage everywhere, plants growing and then dying. And we also see the visions of Grant and Starla together and then obviously the impregna- impregnation, impreg- impregnating of Brenda.
1: Yes. Yeah. She sees basically uh, what Grant 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 has been doing um, in the woods, which is yeah. not good. Yeah.
0: Not good. No. So she grabs the, the parasite by the tail and yanks it out of her mouth, throwing it to the floor. Kylie picks up her hot curling wand and burns the parasite as it re- rides in pain and screams on the floor. Yes, which I love. I love that she picks it up and it just kind of like drops off.
1: Yes, yeah, just like a yeah, it's, curling it's, it's, wand, and yeah. she's like,
0: "All right, it's dead. It's dead." All right.
1: And then she goes. Let's then go. she screams for her mother, which is kind of the thing you would do. It's like you know, some yeah. of your Mum's in the house. I need you to help me. Something horrific has just happened, but unfortunately. Everyone in the house has now been... Yeah, has been attacked. Attacked. It's really it's, sad. It is. Especially uh, because their, their two little sisters, um, who were adorable, yeah. um, have, have been killed by this thing.
0: Yeah. And um, so she is like, I'm getting the hell out of here. Mm. Uh, there's blood like splattered all over her house as well. <laughs> yes. Which I was like, Oh, that's unexpected. Cool. Yeah, I think it um, just adds
1: to the visceralness. It's like, oh we need yeah. we need all the blood. We need all the, the vomit yeah, yeah. and everything. So it's it's all happening. Well happy you cough up
0: blood when you're when the slug gets in you. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um I love that she climbs out of the window and basically just launches off the roof. Yes! She's like, I don't give a shit, I'm out.
1: These bugs are coming one way, the air coming the other, I'm just launching off and then yeah, yeah. gets into the car and then it's yeah, <laughs> it's just like okay. She's like
0: I ain't going anywhere. Uh,
1: nope, I, I, these uh, I do not want these things to get me.
0: <laughs> yeah, over at the barn, Starla, um, uh, Jack, Bill, and Margaret are all standing around, shocked by what has happened, mm. and not being able to get in any reception on the police radio. Bill decides he's going to head back to the to the farm to get in touch with somebody at the station. Mm. While Bill is gone, the others take the bodies of their friends outside of the barn um, because Bill does say something about take them outside. The smell can't be doing them any good. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'd want someone to get me out of there as well yeah. because they are still alive. Because Stella does tell Mar- Margaret, yeah, like they're still they're still
1: alive. Oh yeah, because um, she's getting cloths and pouring it on as in to give them water. So yeah, they're they're trying to yeah. do kind of making them trying to make them as comfortable. So
0: yeah. Uh, Starler is at the creek dipping the cl- her cloth in water and stands up only to see Wally directly in front of her. So we do see Wally like reanimate, yes, um, behind her, and we're kind of like, Oh, okay, is this like a zombie thing? What's going on? Um, because this is the first time we really see any of the infected beyond like Brenda, and, yes. and Grant. And he stands up and says to her, Hey, sugar plum marriage it's a secret bond just like you said i'm sorry about trying to strangle you and all i lo- lost my head i don't i uh because he speaks
1: he speaks like weird. grant does in a weird, weird way yeah. and it's such a creepy moment because it's not grant and yet he's kind of using his vernacular and the way he speaks and Paul yeah i just like staring the cadence, at him cadence going, and everything cadence, like- yeah it's all grant and you have just got Paul Stiles staring at him going what The hell um yeah i mean of all the things that are happening then this happens and her husband is able to speak to her through someone else again because of that hive mind and you i really
0: love it though i'm like this is cool
1: this is really cool it's such a good conceit of oh no these aren't just like um aliens that can turn people into zombies and there's this kind of weird life cycle happening no they're all within the same hive mind and so they're all all the same person they're all the same person now and it's such a cool idea
0: yeah, because he also says, um, I didn't want to do none of the things i done, not kill them pets, not make Brenda a ro- a womb, but it's yeah. my nature, ain't it? How can you blame a one for acting according to his nature? So, like, she's also looking
1: at him like, that's not
0: Grant. No. No, that's not how you speak. That's that's not right
1: yes it's the alien speaking to her but the alien has feelings for her now so it's kind of like yeah he's trying to explain himself in this probably weird kind of awkward way and it's just <laughs> yeah, like, like super awkward way where it's like mm. what yeah i'm sorry you're just trying to explain away as like a well is what i do i just come in and i infect everyone what and do you
0: want me to do about what it? what do you
1: want me to do about it like just chill out but he doesn't he says
0: sorry without actually saying the words i'm sorry yes yes he does
1: <laughs> he's a great non-apology uh, this alien is great at the non-apology <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> uh kylie is sitting alone in her truck the parasites have left her alone because they realize they can't get in um, her parents like and her siblings like burst out of the front door. Um, th- they're bloated, diseased, stained in blood all over their mouths. And they're basically trying to get her out of the truck. So they're pretending to be themselves and, yeah. and whatnot. And Bill shows up and he's like, you guys all right? <laughs> yeah, what's going and on? The, the dad's like, oh, just a, a, a bit of poison ivy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, That's fine. It, it was fine. It's like they always use some excuse, it. like, oh, it's poison ivy, it's a bee sting, it's kind of whatever. And then the daughter's like, oh, yeah. no, no, they're, they're, they're no. infected, they're not my parents. Like, And he's like, well, calm down, we'll just see what the situation is. And I'm just like, no, you need to get away from these all these people right now because it's going to go very bad. And it does, and they have to realize they have to run very quickly. Yes,
0: <laughs> because um, a random like farmer from obviously a nearby farm or whatnot, basically like hits Bill with a shovel. Yes, <laughs> and it's like what? And so from? they're like, all right, we've got to get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, back at the barn, Jack, Margaret, and Wally. Uh, well, sorry, Jack and Margaret and Starla are dealing with Wally, Trevor, and the older police, who are now all back to being taken over by parasites. Yes. Um. Uh, Trevor opens his mouth and spits, like, yellow goo at Margaret and Jack, but it only lands on Margaret and her arm eventually, like, she just dies. Yeah, she like,
1: that's a horrific death because she's screaming, it burns. So you've obviously got this, like, yeah kind of thing. And then she just sort of dies. And it's just like this, oh, God, these... You- Every single time you think these guys are at their most dangerous, you realize there's something else up up, up their sleeve that they have that they can cause even more massive damage. And you're just like, oh, God, these are like the ultimate predators in a way. It's like a um, xenomorph. Yeah,
0: that's that's Mm. true. I mean, they're going to have whatever protective means that they can possibly have for survival in a way, I guess. Um, And then... He says something and Stala like, yells at them, why are you acting like Grant? And he says, because I am Grant. And then the others are like, I am Grant. I am Grant. And they're all, like, around saying it. And it's like, why are you doing that? But um, Stala threatens Wally not to come any closer. And when he moves, she shoots a huge hole through him, through his head, and a mm. critter slithers out of his head out of his head as they both fall to the ground. Yes. Um, Jack and Starla race off through the forest mm. because they've obviously lost Margaret. Yeah. Um, Kylie and Bill have managed to get in the police car when they are attacked by Kylie's younger sisters, <laughs> which is just so creepy.
1: It is. Um, but been... Nothing's it's, worse than. Cre- They're like uh... zombie kids, and these two are just. <laughs> yeah!
0: <laughs> They're kind of like the shining tit kids. They but... are, yeah. <laughs> Bill manages to knock them off the hood of the car and speeds off to try and find Starla and Jack, um, eventually finding them being attacked by um, one of the other police officers.
1: Yeah, yes, get in the- yes because she's got that I big rod and she's stabbing him with it, yes. Yeah, yeah and then
0: Jack's, and Jack and Starla, uh, sorry, Bill's like, are you going to get in the car? Uh, what's,
1: what's going on? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I love when they're driving in the car and he's like, so how's everyone's day? <laughs> yeah because that would be my reaction to that whole situation it would be
1: there's nothing else you can kind of say and you can kind of tell that there's an urgency to his performance but at the same time he's trying to keep everyone calm and he can't help but make a weird joke because i think this is when he also calls um shelby uh, shelby the um who was married to james gunn at the time um oh wow yeah they were from there for a little while um and she's kind of the the dispatch lady and just that yeah. whole conversation about oh your mum called you need to come and unclog the toilet because it's your fault yeah and he's, he's like, just like uh, um okay stop I just need it to stop it but he's like okay I need you to call the, the the health department like now please don't yeah, nod it like, yeah, yeah and then it's right you Tommy of- <laughs> are you nodding <laughs> oh yes 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 sorry I'm on, I'm on that um. <laughs> it's oh gosh she's so funny um it's yeah yeah, it's got that really good mixture of him knowing the urgent is serious but he's still gonna say no no it's 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 my my mother's got this tree with these roots of getting into the pipes with the toilet it it wasn't me i didn't i didn't block it (laughs) he's still gonna explain he's so awkward he is (laughs) Nathan Fillion does awkward so well. He really does. He does, yeah. He's kind of brilliant at that kind of, I know this is serious, but I'm being awkward right now kind of thing. And it's all through this movie. (laughs) I just need to lighten the situation a little bit. Yeah. Uh, When Shelby gets off the phone,
0: (laughs) when Shelby gets off the phone, a whole bunch of slugs burst through the air vent above her and fall out onto her. So we guess what happens to Shelby. Yes. But that seems really cool. I really like them all like just falling through the, yeah and it's like they're
1: "Ah!" sort of of watching it the way it's shot like it's kind of low on the roof like it's not looking down it's Mm. looking straight at her and you're just like thinking these bugs are here these slugs are here somewhere aren't they they're in this they're in the roof and then she finally looks up and just to see them start dropping and it's such a cool moment
0: yeah after the call, Kylie tells, well, sorry, Jack has a mental breakdown about the fact that there's no Dr. Pepper in the car.
1: He's, he's had enough and there's no Dr. Pepper. It's, he just needs it. It's like the worst day in the world for him. Yeah, it really, really is. It's um, it That is just a great moment. And I know that get people who love this movie reference that moment a lot because it's just this man who's reached his tether and, He wants like a Dr. Pepper to calm down and there's only just Coca-Cola in there and he's not having it. That, I know that feeling. That's yeah. how
0: I feel about Dr. Pepper.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like you always have that thing that you need and even Nathan's like, yeah, yeah, I'll get on that, right? What, we're in the middle of a alien invasion. What do you want me to do? Um you want a Dr. Pepper now? What the yeah, fuck? What the fuck? Um, but, yeah, no, you get that moment because he's seen some shit and he needs to decompress. <laughs> I just need some sugar. Well, I need some sugar right now and then I can start <laughs> dealing with this. <laughs>
0: So Kylie tells them that in her vision she found out that the slug, because she says that we bonded for a moment, yeah, um, that the slugs are in their brains and controlling them. The Mm. parasite's true form is a needle, which then takes over a life form to use as a host and then turns those infected into breeders to bring out Grant's larvae to take over other life forms. Then those infected by the larvae become part of the hive mind controlled by the parasite who intends to consume all life forms until only his consciousness remains. They then realize altogether that to stop this. Oh, my God. I just scrolled up and lost all my notes. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that um, they, to, in order to stop the spread of the infected, they need to stop Grant. Mm. And then Bill calls Shelby again and said, and she answers, saying to him, "Welcome back, killer. I have got a surprise for you just around the corner." Yeah. Moments later, they're hit by another car, causing them to lose control and hit a signpost, knocking them all unconscious.
1: Is this when Jesus? Uh, it kind of it's a really kind of um, blunt moment, but it's I think it, it's meant to read Jesus can save you, but the way it crashes in, it's like Jesus can't save you. Um, yes, I yeah, love that's it's, such, one. <laughs> it's such a blunt, beautiful moment of like. No, you're well, you're a God fearing town, but this, what's happening here is well beyond God, and nothing can save yeah. you right now. You are screwed. And um, I love how blunt and perfect that is. It's just, <laughs> it literally comes through the windshield. Yeah. Uh,
0: the infected come and take Stala, who is unconscious, and they kind of like just carry her, like s- like crowd surf her. Yeah, they do. Out yeah. of there. <laughs> um. Uh, the others are attacked by more infected. Jack's dragged out of the car. Bill and Kylie run off to get away from the horde. Mm. Um, hiding in some bushes, Bill says that he has to go inside the police station because there's a grenade inside of there.
1: Which we and, saw before. So that's going to come into, saw, yes. Yes, that, that
0: is important, mm. that scene. And because he says to Kylie, if I blow up Grant, will that destroy the whole system? And Kylie's response is like, Maybe. <laughs> maybe i I don't know know. typical teenage response though
1: (laughs) yeah it's kind of maybe it's kind of that whole thing of she's now the expert because she's actually survived a bond yeah (laughs) so now everyone's looking to her and she's like i i don't know i guess maybe i was there i saw 30 seconds yeah what do you want from me um yeah yeah. (laughs) Yes.
0: i love that bill goes into the station carrying like a massive stone as a weapon (laughs) yeah um and he's like searching around for the grenade, and we see this uh, shadow scurry off to Bill's right. Yeah, he eyes off the armory, and he, as he heads towards it, he hears a noise which causes him to look over and see a an infected deer <laughs> that is like gnawing away at a body.
1: Do you, um, do you think this is the same deer we saw get infected? Because there's a scene where you see I a know. yeah. Um, I know there's more deer. I know the whole point, this is like a deer hunting town and it's deer hunting season. Yeah. So the whole fact that there's a deer now coming out after um, after Bill is quite, It's I love that moment, but the fact that he's getting bitten up by a deer is just is, yeah. is brilliant. Because <laughs> they have a real big tussle. They do. That um, is a strong deer. And it's deer. like biting yeah. his arm yeah. and like his
0: leg and stuff and like gnawing away at him. <laughs> It is really, it is really funny because it's like it's just a deer, but then you've got to remember that the parasite is inside its brain. It's obviously made it incredibly
1: strong. Yes, uh, it's, it's really funny. It's thinking like Grant, so it's kind of got a plan and everything else. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's yeah, but it is quite. It's, it's, it's amazing to have a, just a deer come out and nowhere and start attacking him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Kylie comes in and smashes the over, smashes a massive like fire extinguisher over the deer's head, um, and she says, "We got to go. Once one sees us, they all see us."
1: Yes, which is true. So they already know that he's there. So yeah. they, so yeah, he gra- he must grab the grenade because it definitely comes comes back. So um, yes,
0: yeah, I, I, um, yeah, he definitely grabbed it.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, and then I guess you go into the next <laughs> part where. Poor, what's her name wake oh uh, starla wakes up and realizes she's back home starla wakes <laughs> Remember up something yeah
0: yeah um yes she is back at home she's in mm. a stunning white nightgown mm. uh jack has been taken to the basement oh poor jack <laughs> and um i love when he like lights up his lighter um all that we see is like a bunch of infected sitting on the floor eating away at like flesh Yes. Or, like, meat or whatever was in the basement. And he's chased out by a woman who's like, "Uh, you're damn Republican. (laughs) (laughs) Go back to your side of town. Uh, How dare you look at me like that? It was so, oh, it cracked me up.
1: It is so funny because it's basically the don't you dare judge me kind of thing of me yeah. eating raw meat on the floor. And it kind of looks like she's also been infected with um, more bug, more slugs because she's kind of very round. I, I wasn't sure if that was an intentional. Yeah. The all their
0: bellies are, all their really bellies round, are, are, are,
1: are kind of rounder. So it's like his um, kind of thing. But yeah, it's just that you know, go back to damn Republican. It's kind of like go back to the whatever side of town you're on and um oh it's so don't you just like don't you dare judge me <laughs> it's like yeah. <laughs> i'd be very much like that if i was sitting on the floor eating raw meat infected i'd be like don't you judge me yeah <laughs> don't, don't look dare. at me
0: like that <laughs> yeah.
1: um jack runs
0: upstairs to escape but is attacked at the top by tentacles mm. in her bedroom starla can hear the sounds of the infected yelling at one another mm. like calling each other stupid and stuff <laughs> Which I thought was really funny.
1: It's kind of like... Because <laughs> they're all, all the
0: one person anyway. Yeah, it's,
1: like, it's kind of like Grant's self-loathing is kind of in, in everywhere. So they're just kind of yelling at each other that yeah. they're all stupid. And it's kind of weird how um, if you if you're... Because you get, the yes, you know, everyone has those self-doubting kind of horrible thoughts, but the fact that you're very insecure, you're the one who's the hive mind and you've just got everyone else just yelling out, you're like, you're, you're your oh, critic. It's just it's kind of worst. such a, it's the worst, but it's such a funny idea to me because I'm like, I don't want those things happen in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just having someone voice them and just people yelling at, it, I think it's just, it's such a funny, yeah, I think it's hilarious but I'm like, can you stop? Oh my god
0: (laughs) Um, Starla also hears uh, the radio come on and it is um, Every Woman in the World, the Mm. same song that they danced to earlier and at their wedding Um, so she follows the sound Bill and Kylie follow the infected back to Starla and Grant's house because they're dragging bodies through the streets (laughs) And Kylie's like, oh, I guess that's where they take them, take the breeders, she yeah. calls them, and I, uh, I realise that that's a really horrible term now. Um.
1: <laughs> yes, but though I think it sort of also sort of says what this creature thinks of very specific woman that he's going to impregnate. They're just breeders. Yeah. That's all Brenda was. It was he, she, yeah. she's from the wrong side of the town. She's of a lower class. She's not like Starla who. He absolutely loves. um No, they're just breeders. It's it's a horrible term, but I think it really kind of shows what he actually thinks of a certain women.
0: Yeah, absolutely. um So Stala enters a room, and the, well, the hallway, and there's just hundreds of photos of her and Grant together all over the walls, which so I thought creepy. was really creepy. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just this tentacle uh, guy just like pasting like the photos of them it together. It's like, oh no. <laughs>
0: Uh, She steps through the doorway to see Grant sitting all swollen, bloody. There's also other bodies attached to him.
1: I love this. It's so gross, but you see kind of these people walking up and kind of just being absorbed by the original Grant monster. And it's so amazing because you see his head's kind of wailing and yelling. And it's such a disturbing kind of thing of like, oh, so not only are you affecting other people, you're making other people um give birth to these kind of slugs but also people are coming to join your monster to become literally the same yeah. thing it's it's so gross and creepy because you're seeing these people just kind of lie into the goo and you're like oh yeah they're just like uh, uh take me in take me in i i'm i'm you yeah it's it, oh yeah. that
0: really grossed me out
1: it's really <laughs> gross <laughs> um So Kylie and
0: Bill are basically watching from outside and they're watching these bodies merge with the blob and they're kind of like, ugh. But they also see Starla inside and Bill gets his grenade ready um, and they head off because they're going to make a sneak attack entrance. Hmm. Uh, And we hear Grant say he's quite upset about the whole Bill and Starla situation and he says, you tried to kill me and run off with party I will keep crawling until I am everywhere. Then you will know what it's like to be betrayed.
1: Yes. Ooh, it's kind of that likes. whole breakup thing of like, um, I want you to feel like what I'm feeling like right now. And it's yeah, this, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of, but it's done on this such epic scale of, because he wants to turn everyone into himself so they can all hate on, on Starla. It's a very strange kind of, um Yeah it's it's a very it's kind of taking that attitude and just like expanding it till mega thing
0: like the biggest red flag you've ever seen in your life
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> It's like if i can't have uh, you no one can yuck. and i'm gonna be the only person it's, in the room uh, it's like oh no no <laughs> Uh, Stella tells
0: Grant that she thought that he was trying to kill her mm. and obviously there are going to be some adjustments because of all the changes that were going on with Grant <laughs> and how he looks and uh, you know it, it, she says some really nice things like oh you'd like to be called Grant and he it, like has tears in his eyes and it's really like you can see that Grant's still in there but he's lost the battle to have himself back
1: yes there's kind of a semblance of him in there but he's so consumed and he's just so taken over that but he wants all he wants to be is loved by starlet that's all he wants in this world yeah. so when she says these nice things and so of says oh you like to be called grant it's like oh she knows who i am under all this it's kind of this very sweet very surprisingly sweet moment in a where sweet should not work in this context at all um yes creepy should no. work the humor is there but to actually have this really sweet moment of this couple who are obviously just broken up but he kind of wants to reconnect with her even though he's doing it completely the wrong way you can see it in his, yeah. his eyes like yeah he doesn't have control of his face at this point but you can see it in his eyes that he wants to reconnect with Stala.
0: yeah um Stella makes like and like she approaches him and she's talking to him saying, you don't have to be alone anymore because you and I can be together. We can go off. We can do whatever we want. And while she's talking to him, she is also unsheathing a sharp mirror like that. She has like tucked into her, into her nightgown and she stabs Grant through the eye. And basically one of his tentacles whips her off to the other side of the room. Yeah, Bill and Kylie make a dash for the house. Um, and, yeah, because they obviously see that is in quite a lot of trouble at this point in time. Very much so. Yes. And I really love this scene because Bill enters with the grenade and, oh, sorry, Bill comes into the house and Jack's like, kill me.
1: Oh, yes. Because he's now
0: one of the infected. There's yeah. a great
1: moment where he's just kind of looking at everyone else because he's now infected. He's looking and he's looking at this arm and he just kind of just goes, <laughs> oh, fine and just starts gnawing right. at it like he's kind of accepted his fate so when he kind of bill runs into the house and he's like just kill me it's kind of a sad moment because he's still in there and he knows yeah what he's going to turn what's into gonna what's going to happen he's like no nah, just take take me out of my misery please there's there's just no way don't even worry about it don't worry, worry about it and he does quite he's just like yeah bang done it's he doesn't even think about it well that says a lot about
0: how bill feels about jack
1: <laughs> yes it really does <laughs> <laughs>
0: um i love that bill enters the the room with grant and starla and picks up the grid like lifts the grenade he takes the, the the key out and then it gets smacked out of his hand he and it's just head. like oh shit fucking hell like just automatically whipped out of his hand and yeah. it, like the look on his face is just like that wasn't my plan no
1: that did not work as way as attended. to so him and kylie are trying to go behind the thing to find the thing in the first place to to um try and blow him up and i love how that plan just does not work because
0: yeah
1: they think yeah this is gonna work this is gonna work and it's like well no this is a multi-armed creature who's got a hive mind and can see things from all angles see everything so, see yeah. everything. so it's, not, it's not a thing to just be able to punch um punch him out of his punch him out of his hand and is that the moment where he slaps stala out across the face yeah it's such a yeah it's such a like a asshole abusive moment and it's kind of against mm. the fact that he he's in this weird twisted way still thinks he's married to her this is my wife so I do get to slap her where everyone else he's treating other ways violently but for Starla he has a very specific violence toward her I thought that was really fascinating yeah. it just still speaks to how he feels about her compared to everyone else
0: yeah even though there's this huge broke up and everyone's trying to kill him at this point
1: yes it, it, it's all <laughs> everyone's out for blood
0: <laughs> yeah Uh, Bill is thrown through a window and the grenade rolls into the swimming pool and explodes, obviously destroying all plans they had of exploding Grant. Yes. Uh, Grant's large tentacles come from inside of the house and pierce Bill and basically start to pump him full Mm. of semen. Um, The bodies connected to Grant, like, start to moan and it's like this big body melted sex scene.
1: It's very society
0: almost. Um, That's exactly what I was thinking when I was like, is this society? Are we
1: going to society mode? Because this feels very Brian Usener kind of territory at the moment. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, they all start moaning and they're all moaning in kind of ecstasy and it's just like, oh, yeah. no. Oh, no thanks. No thank you. Mm. No. <laughs> yucky. It's very yucky. This, yeah, this movie is very yucky, but in the best possible way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Bill connects Grant's tentacle to a gas canister, like he had a spare one, mm. a spare tentacle. Um, and the tentacles start—he like retracts the tentacle back into inside him because it's already. Oh, he fills the tentacle with gas, doesn't he? And the gas goes yes, he inside does. of. Grant. Because he, yeah, because it yeah. kind
1: of hurts him, so he has to pull the tentacles back. But he's still, but he's attached yeah. to, to the um to the gas can, so it's kind of like a jaws moment where he's pulling it back in, and then. Yeah and then I think the gas how- is
0: also filling the tentacle and his
1: stomach. Yes. And yes. Um, Bill yells at Stella to shoot. Yes, cuz she's got the gun and she's pointing it at him and then you get this really yeah. beautiful moment of her making eye contact with him and then going that moment of oh this is this is my husband or this was my husband is he still in there. Um which I think is a really sweet moment be- um, even though he's yeah. completely gone. He's still looking very sad because I think he's about to know what is about to happen. Is like, oh, no, my wife is yeah, actually course. going to finally kill me. <laughs> <laughs> finally kill me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she does. Yes. And the, the uh, body morph carcass thing that was Grant, um, and others at L begin to expand and then ex- they just explode.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's, it's kind of this great sort of um, cool moment because I love when something fills with gas and you shoot it and it explodes. I don't know if the actual, if that is the physics of it, but I always enjoy that in a movie and you really see yeah, everyone just kind <laughs> of just explode. And then everyone just drops dead. Like they yeah. don't have their brain like because they don't, because they don't have their brain anymore. So there's no body, there's no function anymore. So they just, yeah. Drop dead.
0: <laughs> yeah, which I was like, oh, okay, because there's this really great scene in this where we're seeing, like, um, the cameras, the, the scene is uh, swapping between the house and the outside um, infected and then these infected horde coming over a hill. Yeah. Um, and it's like the sun is coming up and so it's, like, blue sky morning and we just see all of them drop dead on the hill and it's like, whoa, okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, there's That's a no, lot of people. It's, it's a lot of people. And you sort of realize that this whole town has been infected. And yeah. the not only the cleanup, but who actually survived out of this town? I mean, it could have been just the three of um, Starla, Kylie, and, and Bill. That's it. They're the only ones left. There could be some other people hiding yeah. out in like a basement or something just to wait it out. But it's, yeah. And then they're just walking through the lawn and just these bodies everywhere. Um, and yeah, I was like, what? It's like, oh, yeah, they're not waking up, they're absolutely dead. Dead. (laughs) There's there's no coming back from that. I love
0: that. Starla says, Bet you regret not running off to Hollywood with me now. Yes,
1: (laughs) and then, of course, his answer is like, Oh, well, yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you a story. Um, I saved Kylie from a deer. Tell him how I saved you from yeah. a deer. She's like, he saved me from a deer. I like how she doesn't tell him, like, no, I saved him, but it's sort of more yeah. like, yeah <laughs> that's the story. And then they
0: just walk off down the street into the sunrise together. Yeah.
1: It's that's kind of the only if everyone's kind of dying and that's kind of what it is, that's the only thing you can do. You just have to walk away. I mean, and it's
0: You just gotta get out of there. You just gotta
1: get out of there and somehow explain what the hell actually happened of this whole town just going insane and dying. Um, it's
0: imagine being it, on like channel nine news after that.
1: Oh my God.
0: <laughs> People would probably just blame it on the COVID COVID vaccines.
1: They would. The COVID vaccines are doing this. No, they're not. My, my, my no, cousin's no. friend.
0: No, no. <laughs> no. Did you see it happen? No. Then it did. didn't happen. That's okay. hearsay. Do you know yes. what hearsay is?
1: Get out. Of hearsay here. is what you're doing right now. <laughs> um, yes, it'd be all blamed on the vaccine, and um, it'd be oh Jesus Christ, Channel Nine. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so that is Slither.
1: James it Gunn's is.
0: directorial debut. Uh, he also wrote the film. Uh, you can tell. <laughs> oh yeah, it's him alone. I've only became a I've only become a James Gunn fan over like the last couple of years. So I'm starting to go back through his, like, catalogue and, and, and watch a lot more of his films, and I really enjoy them. He he definitely, it's like he writes for a very specific type of person's humour.
1: Oh, yes, and I think you can even, because I, I had seen um, Slither and I'm pretty sure, no I, must, no, I think it was just Slither before even um, before the Guardians movies came out. And yeah. it was kind of cool. You're right, I think he's got a very specific sense of humour, and I'm he must be really good in the room because i'm so surprised that his humor and his sensibilities that he gets to write them and direct and do all this kind of thing he feels like one of those directors that has far more control over a marvel movie than other directors do yeah and that his voice and his humor um come through and of course in guardians it's all very cleaned up you can't be having um hive minds um and (laughs) worms coming into people's brains to the extent in slither um and yeah but yeah he's very he, he writes for a very specific kind of sense of humor and i i enjoy it
0: <laughs> oh yeah I, it's my sense of humor where i'm just like <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> it's kind of a little and, twisted I, and, and it's funny <laughs> like if you were in
0: a cinema with a whole bunch of people and only like three people laugh you know there's something wrong with your sense of humor
1: <laughs> yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's happened to me way too many times where i'm yes. like am i meant to not laugh at this part <laughs>
1: Oops. Oh no, I, yeah, I got, I've been told off a tw- couple of times for laughing when I wasn't meant to, um, uh, one was Pearl Harbor, but come on, it was Pearl Harbor ripping off Titanic. How was I not meant to laugh? And the other one was the killing of a sacred deer. Um, cause I love like cheap Mondays. And so I'm usually like the youngest person there by 30 years and everyone I think <laughs> took this killing as a sacred deer as a drama um well, oh no 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 it's one of my
0: favorite films
1: yeah it's an amazing movie it's really funny i love it and me and my friend were there, pissing ourselves laughing i just remember this woman oh, i laughed to me a and lot in
0: that movie yeah
1: told me not to laugh um and we just went oh, oh was no. it mainly at the kid's dialogue um I, actually it was toward the end when colin farrow has to make a decision and we were laughing and the way he did it with the blindfold
0: oh yes because it was so fucking stupid it was so
1: fucking stupid but also i get it yeah, I get, I get it. it. <laughs> if you have to make that choice between your kids, you go put a blindfold on and it's been around the room. And I thought that was a, f- it is meant to be funny, but this woman obviously thought this was, and horrific, but this woman just saw the horror in it and um, was not yeah. impressed that I was laughing throughout this whole entire movie, especially at the kids dialogue and frigging what's the oh, yeah. eating uh, spaghetti boys. was just. Oh, oh that killed me.
0: And the thing is like, you can laugh at horrific moments, even if they're, they're, they're not written to be, funny funny like ha 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 it's like meant to be shocking funny
1: yes and I think that's what Slither is a lot people
0: don't get it yeah it's
1: meant to be shocking funny you're meant to um, laugh at certain moments and also be horrified I don't think there's I mean especially during the rape scene James Gunn knows that's a rape scene he knows that this is meant to horrify you and it's meant to make you feel a bit queasy because you're juxtaposing it with everyone having a great time and then this woman is um, being being raped it's meant to make you feel that way and he's very he's very aware of that um yeah and yeah and you can kind of see him he's 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 a kid in the candy store with that movie and because he's like (laughs) just i'm trying this we'll try this we'll do this effect we'll see how this goes and he's always kind of had that kind of thing even going to hero which is not my favorite of his but i think he's definitely pulling that same same crap like with elliot page just um being a complete psychopath. It's it's I love it. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's one I've really got to rewatch.
1: Yeah. I've only seen it the once. It wasn't my favorite, but I need to go back and rewatch it because you definitely saw some of that gun humor in there. And I'm like, yep, there he is. <laughs> oh, I know
0: that. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh so before we wrap
0: up, uh what is the last horror movie that you watched?
1: Um, it was it was Evil Speak. So I was just getting confused about which I remember. Okay. Yeah, it was Evil Speak 1981, Clint Howard um, trying to win an Oscar with his performance. Um, very strange Probably maybe he's going to get Oscars. No, I know. And this one definitely wouldn't win an Oscar. Um, but he's trying. He's, he's giving a performance. Um, it's it really, have you seen Evil Speak.
0: No, this is the first I've heard of it.
1: Oh, it's yes, yeah, from 1981. Very young Cliff Howard, looking very weird. Um, he's essentially a young kid in a military boarding school who's just constantly bullied. The bully seems so over the top and so vicious that you just want something bad to happen. Um, so young Cooper Smith as he's called finds a satanic book when he's cleaning out the chapel because this chapel has a 15th century satanic altar in the basement that no one's noticed mm-hmm. um, and it's got cobwebs everywhere it's beautifully gothic and essentially he's trying to get his bullies back through um, his computer because he's a computer geek in 1981 um, and he's asking so he's essentially doing all these satanic rituals on his apple 1981 computer and it goes to uh, (laughs) some insane mental places um i don't know if it's great great but it's actually really fun it's just the violence at the end is insane it's one of those early early 80s horror where they just ingest so much um violence into it that it feels like it comes from nowhere um (laughs) it's it's where it goes is insane so i would definitely watch it even if you think oh my god this is a bit painful because i'm just watching this poor clint howard just um being shat on and not being able to get a break because everyone hates him even the teachers and then to see what happens at the end you're like yes (laughs) it's got some very cool imagery in it actually yeah satanism isn't that bad no but i still wonder yeah no it's and can be used for good um i still wonder how this computer, who inputted the information about satanic rituals in this computer i i am confused I was just like this is 1981. What how is this happening? Who typed
0: <laughs> this and left it here for him?
1: Exactly. I kind of imagine it's the spirit of the satanic guy that's kind of haunting everything that he just sort of walked into a no. floppy disk, put it in one night, and typed <laughs> it in. It's <laughs> just waiting for someone What's to lobby? find it. Floppy yeah, discs were a thing in 81, weren't they? Yeah, it? I think they were. I think, yeah,
0: I'm pretty I'm sure so. they were.
1: Um but yeah, it's it's a very entertaining, um very entertaining movie. All right, uh, so, I'm gonna have to check it out. Yes.
0: I don't remember what I watched, so uh, I can't share that with you.
1: Yeah, there's there's three movies that watched really, really close together. So I was like, is it is it Carrie? Is it Evil Speak? Is it Evil Dead? I can't. It's all be very violent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So thank you for joining me. This was so much fun. I love this movie. So thank you for finally kicking me up the bum to watch it.
1: Oh, thank you for having me on. This was so much fun. <laughs>
0: I had a great time. Where can listeners find you and your podcast?
1: Um, well, Awe is on any, pretty much every app. I think it is on. So, yep. Um, you can usually find just, sh- if you put Awe podcast. Um, if you want to follow uh, the show on Twitter, it's Awe one on Twitter and Instagram. And if you just want to follow me, I'm Reading Geek on Twitter. So I'm usually, especially now that I have the podcast way more online than I probably should be, that's healthy.
0: Oh, I know that feeling. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: So I will be around just since lockdown. Yeah, just <laughs> lockdown just constantly on there. Um so you will find me around. But that's if you want to follow me, listen to the show. Um Yeah. Yeah. Say Do hello. It. Yeah, all that kind of thing. So Yeah.
0: Uh, and thank you, listeners. If you enjoyed the podcast, please remember to leave a rating review uh, where you listen to your podcast, if you can, not Spotify, because it doesn't have a rating system. To catch all the latest from me, you can find me on Twitter at catstead underscore or on Instagram at KatTGIF. To see all the latest from the podcast, please follow the show on T- TGIF Podcast, I think. I keep writing TGIF Pod. It's not. <laughs> but it's in the show notes anyway. Uh, you've been listening to TGIF. See you next Friday.